What is going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to All in All Fins, the Fans Perspective Podcast. Today, me and Sale got together and talked a little defense. I, th- I think everything is focused on offense, what the draft's going to look like offensively, but I think that everyone's kind of overlooking how good the defense actually looks. I think they're a couple pieces away from being a top 10 defense, especially with the guidance of Brian Flores and what he brings, the culture he brings, and all the players that have joined this free agency. So here's me and Sale talking a little defense. Released. Like basically the same same thing Peter King said is there's no chance they're trading away all those picks for Joe Burrow. And yeah. Basically the number one chance was Justin Herbert, obviously, and then Jordan Love, and then Tua, and then Burrow, which is crazy. Sure. But what was that draft? Chris Jones and who? Fourth round pick? Oh, yeah. It was, uh, this guy said that the ideal trade partner for the Chiefs would be the Dolphins to give up Chris Jones and a fourth-round pick for the 26th overall pick. The only issue I have with that is they only have $23 million in cap space. Yeah. And I and I heard somebody did the math today. It's going to cost them. If they stay exactly where they are, they are and pick all 14 spots, it, it's going to cost them $19 million to sign all those people. So there's, a, there's not really a high chance that they're going to be able to do anything like that. Yeah. And I mean, I don't really think. I mean, Chris Jones is a very good player, but I don't know if you need to add that necessarily to the defense with the guys right. you got. I was gonna say that will, you know, go right into what we're gonna talk about today. Um, but I can't believe Chavaris. Ch- I'm gonna say Chavaris Jackson. Do you remember him? He yeah. He he was in Buffalo for a little bit. He was like a captain for the Seahawks. I can't believe, you know, like rest in peace. Dude. I know. I saw that today. I was, that's crazy. Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey got re-signed. Yeah. Highest running back in the league. You know, that's weird because I really thought they were going to trade him. So apparently they're not going to try to rebuild. They're just going to keep what they have and try to get better. Well, without, like, I mean, he's still really young, though. It's not like you know. he's old. and he's They're going to burn the tires off that man. I know. 300 touches a year. <laughs> Just playing slot receiver, running back. I mean, that, I think that's why his contract was so big um, rather than some of these other running backs is because he could literally play wide receiver. Right. And then, the, you know, with Matt Rule from Baylor and then Joe Brady from LSU, I, you know, they're going to run a, uh, you know, more of a college style. Mm-hmm. So that will work out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I. I was listening to an interview of Jordan Love today, and he said that he, you know, he was listing some of the teams that he's talked to, and you know, the first team he listed was the Dolphins, and then he talked about he talked to the Packers and the Saints. I think those would be two really good teams for him to go yeah. sit behind Aaron Rodgers or Drew Brees for a year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, think about I mean Drew or uh, Aaron Rodgers sat behind Brett Favre for like four years. So I know that's crazy. You don't hear about that no. anymore, dude. Because basically what happens nowadays in the NFL is um, a coach and a GM, they get the, they get one chance basically to draft a yeah. quarterback. And if that messes up, you know what I mean? Luckily, you know, if the Patriots were smart enough to take a quarterback, even though Stidham might not be that bad, if they were smart enough to do that with Tom Brady, they would be in a better position. Well, that's what their plan yeah. was with Jimmy Garoppolo originally. That's what you they, imagine, dude. Yeah, that's why they took him in the second round. But – 
Tom Brady played longer than they they expected, and Tom Brady felt threatened by Jimmy Garoppolo. And I don't know if you remember, but I read this. Uh, it came out like decently big news that Robert Kraft traded Jimmy Garoppolo because Tom Brady wanted him to get traded, but Bill Belichick wanted to keep him because he knew when Brady left that that was going to be his guy. Right, and I've I've he- I heard that Tom Brady is not the type of quarterback to like groom a young guy. Yeah, he does not care. Same thing with Big Ben. Oh really? Uh, they didn't, yeah, like they do not have any interest in making the quarterback after them better, which is weird, you know. What I mean? Yeah. Like, but I don't know. I kind of like I can see Tom Brady. Like that. Yeah. But could you imagine? Like Tom Brady's finally gone. Oh, now you got to deal with Jimmy Garoppolo. Right. <laughs> it would suck. I'm curious to see if Brissett, Jacoby Brissett, gets traded back. Like if the Colts go get a quarterback in the draft. I honestly thought the Colts should have kept with. Jimmy Grop or uh, Jacoby Brissett because like they're not they signed uh, Philip Rivers to like one year like what was it 30 million or something like that yeah and they're not in a position they don't have the team to like win this year it's not like they were a quarterback away I just find it odd that you would put all this money into a guy unless they plan on taking a quarterback Uh, they don't have a first round pick never mind unless they take one in the second round yeah, I mean, if they wait, if they wait for them to, you know, like tra- I, I actually heard um, a mock draft today. I think it was. No, I don't remember. Um, I listen to so many all day. That's all, like at, at work. That's all I do is listen to podcasts. Uh-huh. I don't really got to talk to that many people. Okay. But um, <laughs> um, somebody's had them trading back into thir- at thirty two, um, and drafting Jordan Love. The Colts. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be bad, I guess, to have him sit behind Philip Rivers for a year, but right? Why not? I mean, either way, even Jacoby Brissett, why not let him sit behind? I mean, he's twenty-seven. Yeah, he'll be twenty-eight at the end of the year. Come back in at twenty-nine, and he'll still have four solid years. That's you know, true. I doubt he wants to do that. That's the that's the problem. Yeah, I, I've I've liked Jacoby Brissett. I never thought he was that bad. I think he's. I mean, I don't think he's got like enough talent to lead a team himself, but he's one of those guys if you build a decent team around him and a good defense. Like Jimmy Garoppolo, I think he could is a little – I would say he's better than Jacoby Brissett, but also the team he had around him in San Fran was a lot better than the team Jacoby Brissett has him in Indianapolis. Yeah, definitely. Like, but that's a, the thing that I'm trying to find right now. Let's uh, – hold on. Preseason odds. I think the Colts were one of the highest odds to win the Super Bowl in the preseason last year before Luck retired. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm sure. Well, they were plus eight thousand. Well, Andrew Luck was that quarterback though that could put a team on his back and win games. Yeah, I, I guess maybe it's not as high as I thought it was going to be, but I don't really know who's a reputable person. I don't. Uh, okay, here we go. It went Patriots, Chiefs, Saints, Rams, Eagles, Browns, Chargers, Bears, Packers, Steelers, Cowboys, Texans. Okay. Maybe not. Well, Colts were 21. That that could have been after Andrew Luck. Oh, uh, yeah. Though. Let's see what the Dolphins were. <laughs> 32. <laughs> Plus 17,000. Oh, dude. So do you remember, like, after, I think it was week five, when we were playing Dallas, or we were going to play Dallas, we, it was like, we hadn't played them yet, 
did you ever listen to it's um steve young said yeah dude like that it was like made me i i never i mean i wasn't like i didn't have anything i didn't dislike steve young but after that i hated him i hate him now i I think Bomani Jones did the same thing. They should be reprimanded yeah. for doing this. Like, they're putting people in danger. Yeah. Like, dude, shut up. I was so mad. About. They were like, yeah, they were saying that all oh, these young guys are blowing a year. They're wasting their careers. Uh, they're going to get guys hurt and everything and just completely just trashing them. And, yeah, the first few games I... looked bad, but they rebuilt that roster with the new coaching staff and new team. And then look what happened at the end of the year. Won five games, more than I think I tweeted about that, and you responded or something. I might have, yeah, like because, like, look at all the people that got to play this last year that wouldn't have played, right? And now they either got extensions or they they're on the like Nick Needham, Nick Needham, Preston <laughs> I mean, Williams, who like two undrafted yeah. free agents. No one, no one, dra- they were undrafted, and they made a huge impact. And they're solid players, and they can play in the league, and that's what they showed. And a lot of young guys like proved themselves. Yeah. I mean, Trent Harris, yeah. he came off the practice squad of the Patriots, and he played mm-hmm. well. Zach Sealer. So yeah. I think there's a lot of people. But, you know, looking back at the year last year, Ravens 59-10. That's painful. <laughs> yeah. 43 nothing. And then, like, going into halftime of the Cowboys game, I think it was a close game, like 10-6 or something. We got blown out in the second half, but Josh Rosen sucks. He got Alan Hearns murdered. Yeah. I remember that. Oh, Got blown out by the Chargers, had a bye week. Should have beat the Redskins, but we went for two. And then the game in Buffalo, which they were winning at halftime. The game against the Steelers, they were winning at halftime. Then they beat the Jets, beat the Colts with Brian Hoyer as a quarterback. Get blown out by the Bills at home. Blown out by the Browns. Destroy the Eagles, even though the score was closer than it should have been. Yeah. Lost a bullshit game to the Jets. Yeah. With, they kicked seven field goals. I was at that game in my life. Oh, were you really? Yeah. Um, You know what's funny about the Jets fans? i never been somewhere. I, like, I've been to Buffalo and Pittsburgh. Those are the two stadiums I've seen the Dolphins play. Both both places, they really like let you know you should not be there. Yeah. I went to the Jets game. Not one person talked shit to me. Not one. Really? <laughs> not one person. No. It's crazy. And then lost the Giants, beat the Bengals. That was a scary game. They almost lost Yeah. That. What, they scored like 24 points in two minutes? Yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> and then the best game of the year, beat the Patriots. That was awesome. Yeah, I mean, nine out of the last nine games, we won five. So. Crazy. Crazy. And we probably could have won more. Could have beat the Jets. Could have beat the Jets. Should have beat the Redskins. Yeah, that's seven wins. Yeah. Um, um, shouldn't have lost that halftime lead to the Steelers. Yeah, that was. I mean, what if they went eight and eight, dude? That would like, really. That if they if we went eight and eight, it would be awesome just to shut everyone up. But it would kind of suck because we wouldn't have the fifth overall pick. Like I was hoping, like after Big Ben went down, I was like, oh, the Steelers are gonna suck. We're gonna get two top ten picks. And I know, then, and then they won a bunch yeah, of nail bites. Yeah. So that would have. I mean, it would have been awesome to see him go 8-8 eight and eight and just shut everyone up. Um, but we probably would have to trade two picks to trade up and get a quarterback that we wanted. But right now we're in a solid position to get a quarterback that we want if we choose to go that route. Like, 
in the Redskins game, Fitzpatrick threw for more yards than Rosen did, and he only played one quarter. Yeah, yeah. I I don't Rosen. He's just I don't know. I didn't like him coming out of college. I honestly didn't want to trade for him because I just I didn't think it'd be worth it, and I don't really think it is worth it or was worth it really because he's obviously no. I was second round. Yeah. I mean, at the time, it was like, oh, like it gave the fan base hope, you know. Yeah. Maybe what if they? What if he was? That's true. But I think I feel like the Cardinals were were so desperate to get rid of him, and like no other team was really interested that we should have given like a third, try to see like the lowest we could have got for him. Right. Yeah, I don't know. That yeah. But. Um, but I don't know. I think I think there's a. Like we said before, there's a lot to look forward to. Um, just to transition into the defense side of things, I mean, the O line right now. Um, I need to pull up a different. Oh no, this is the updated one. So I, I mean, it has Kyle Van Noy at weak side linebacker. Same with the Emmanuel Agba, yeah. but I would say they're DNs. Um, Christian Wilkins and Godshaw in the middle. Um, I mean, I don't see why we can't not be last in sacks this year, which is important, especially with X and um, Byron Jones on the outside. Yeah. <laughs> Got to be able to. Yeah. I What I'm hoping for, looking at the defensive side of the ball, the like the the, the starters, if you will, like a, like a solid 3-4 set that we would – that I think would be really good is Godshaw, Wilkins – um, in a one and three, Agba in like a five, and then have Van Noy honestly over him in like a seven or even like as an outside linebacker type, and then put Shaq Lawson in the the six or seven on the opposite side with Raekwon and Jerome in the middle, and then you have <clears throat> um, Howard and Jones on the outside with Rowe and uh, McCain at safety as like a solid like first maybe second down defense and then you could you know throw in those packages where you take where you take out uh probably Agba and then put um Van Noy in at the six tack on the opposite side of Shaq Lawson and, and take out Raekwon and you bring in a nickel corner and um maybe even like a guy um like Landon Roberts or something too to Stuff it who's a little Probably, quicker. You can find really good. Stupid ad just popped up. No, but I, I agree. I you know, I forgot all we were talking safeties and I forgot all about Eric Rowe. Yeah. Um, you know, I think he getting moved to safety probably saved his career because he was like one game away from getting cut last yeah. year. Yeah. And if he was on any other team in the NFL last year, he would have got cut because Brian Flores is the only reason he still has yeah. a job. You know, but he came on really strong, and and what he can do is is cover tight ends. I mean, um, he did really good covering tight ends. Yeah, I mean that's that's a big thing to have in the oh, NFL yeah. nowadays. You know what I mean? Just think about your mock draft. If you want to go um, and get, is it Thaddeus Moss? I'm going to say that right. Um, you know, and have Mikey Seki on the field at the same time. You got to have somebody that can cover somebody. Right. You know. Um, you know, it's nice to have somebody speedy like Jerome Baker. Yeah. But he's a liability. All, all linebackers are really a liability. In yeah. I, I think out of the linebackers we have, um, 
Jerome's probably the best at covering. Kyle Van Noy is, I think, really good at covering, and he's I think he's really maybe the most versatile player that we have on this defense because he can play outside linebacker or drop down and play the end, or he could play in the middle and stuff the run and he could even drop back and coverage. So I don't think there's like really anything he can't do. Right. And I mean, we play the AFC West this year, so we're going to have to go up against Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. um, Hunter mm-hmm. Henry, um, Darren Waller, yep. and um, uh, Noah Fant from Denver. Denver. Yeah. So that's four premium tight ends. Tight ends, and then you know we'll go we'll go and play Seattle and the Forty ers who's got Kittle. Yep. Um, gonna go play Arizona, who you gotta have somebody that can spy the quarterback because right. you know. So I I mean, that's where like uh Jeremy Chin or uh, Isaiah Simmons is gonna come in, especially with if you really want to be able to make a run at, you know, the Ravens or be able to stop the chiefs you need this defense is gonna have to be good and they're definitely gonna have to you know be able to get to the quarterback especially with two lockdown corners stopping the stopping the quarterback from throwing for an extra second if if we're right yeah like i think i like vince beagle and andrew van geckel and i thought that they did really solid last year um but i think if you could get your best 11 out there especially to cover tight ends um because i think i i mean i don't think there's really a question on who's covering the receivers um and i don't think there's really a huge emphasis and need to try to put extra support on that so i think the big thing is spying a quarterback covering a tight end and stuff in the run game and if you could get your best guys out there who you just signed and emmanuel agba shaq lawson and kyle van noy to rush the passer and you could get eric rowe out there to cover tight ends and then Jerome Baker and, you know, Devon Goodshaw to over the middle and Jerome Baker to drop back in coverage and Bobby McCain to come in in coverage. Like if you could just get a fast, strong defense and get your best 11 players out there, cause there's a lot of versatility. So I don't see a huge like um, worry in, having to sub in and out a bunch like there definitely is the talent to but i think because you have all these weapons and with guys that could do different things like i think shack shack lawson i think could even you know drop back in coverage every once in a while might not be the greatest but take the offense you know by surprise but kyle van noy could do that a lot and shack lawson could pass the rush uh, r- rush the passer so can emmanuel Ogba, Jerome baker could drop back raekwon could stuff the run and landon roberts could stuff the run and drop back uh Bobby McCain could play safety or nickel. Nick Needham could play nickel. Eric Rowe will cover tight ends. You got the two guys on the outside to lock it up. Like, I see a lot of depth with this. And then you have Gruger Hill and Vince Beagle and Van Greckel as well. So, and Taco Charlton too. So, there's a lot to, a lot of depth and a lot of packages you could run. Um, yeah, I mean, you saw last year the number one thing that will stop an offense from scoring points, not being able to yeah. run the ball. So if they can focus on clogging up the middle with those big dudes, Godshaw, Wilkins, Gerald Willis, if he makes it, Jonathan Ledbetter, who had a nice preseason and training camp last year, and if he wasn't hurt, he was going to be a starter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can, you can like you said, have Kyle Van Noy, Agba, 
Uh, Vince Beagle. Um, probably, I don't know what they're going to do with Taco. Yeah. Um, Shaq Lawson, Charles Harris, if he's on, Trent Harris. Um, and it just moved them around side to side, standing up, you know, two-point stance, three-point stance. Um, you know, and then, you know, you got two lockdown corners in the, the safety versatility. This is all pre-draft. You got Eric Rowe, who balled out at the end of the year last year. They just re-signed Adrian Colbert, who had a – he I think he led the team in tackles at yeah. the end of the year. Um, Clayton Fedulum, even though he's a special teamer, dude, he's still he's still fast and versatile. Um, I don't think there was a player on the defense that I wanted to see what they could do more than Andrew Van Ginkle because he gives you that – you know, he was almost like the Kyle Van Oye style of player, so I think he could learn a lot from – because he he does a good job shedding blocks and um getting after the passer but also contributing in the run defense and you know kruger hill kruger hill and landon robbins roberts even though they got overshadowed where they played they're two pretty good linebackers and brian flores drafted both of them so i think they really draft kruger hill i didn't yeah drafted by the patriots I, i did not know that yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like a lot of people are like, oh, you know, no coach has ever succeeded by just scalping off the Patriots um, depth chart. But it's not the same for um, Brian Flores because he's the one that ran their waiver wire. He probably had a lot to say when it came to the draft. Um, you know, he developed a lot right. of these people. Especially so. at the linebacker position and, you know, Van Noy and Roberts were obviously on the Patriots. I didn't know Gruger Hill was drafted by the Patriots. So guys that he already knows what he likes in them just helps out. Right. And there's a reason he drafted him. He didn't draft him to go um, block right. punts. You know, he six, sixth round, 2000 or 2016, sixth round, 208th pick by the Patriots. And then Landon Roberts. Was picked same year, same round, like six <laughs> picks later. So he picked back to back linebackers in six picks later. Like later, there's a reason you want both of them right. playing on your team. You know what I mean? So um, it's crazy though. He plays a little fullback. So now we got three people on the defense that play fullback, or three people on the team yeah. that play fullback. Uh, yeah, then uh, uh, Roberts played fullback. Yeah, he scored like a 40-yard touchdown. (laughs) You know what's interesting to me? Miami signed the number one football player out of Brazil, which I don't know how much that says because I don't know what kind of football they play. But he didn't even – you know, he didn't play last year. He played on the practice squad, but he's still on the active roster too. he started camp as an offensive lineman. Or that's what he played in Brazil too was offensive line. And then they – He played both, yeah. put him uh, on defense. He's listed as a nose tackle, right? That's right, yeah. And then, um, you know, I I don't really like enjoy what he says too much, but Omar Kelly was talking about um, Tay Hayes, and Tay Hayes finished the season pretty good. So the more and more I look at this defense, I don't see how if they pick fourteen times, I don't see how they don't spend ten picks yeah. on the offense and four picks on the defense. I, well, at yeah, the most. I'd like. There's definitely a lot of holes on the offense right now, and with the defense that there's just so much depth and there's like guys that are good at a few things 
like not guys that are household names, but they are good at a few things. And that's the reason why Flores got him because he knows what they're good at and that's what they're going to get used for. So there's just so much depth that I like, where would you, what, who would fit in? Like where, where would there really be a need to take a defensive player, maybe a safety? Um, I don't, I don't know if Ch- yeah, Chase I mean, Young falls to five, but like, <laughs> exactly. Right. I was just going to say, if you get a, if somebody falls, you know what I mean? The only thing I could say is um, a lot of people signed a three-year, $30 million yeah. deal. It's never going to hurt to load up right. on something, and injuries do happen. But, um, again, linebackers, a position I do not think yeah, you can no. touch um, unless somebody falls again. But, um, you know, I just don't see how you touch linebacker. Uh, I don't see how you, you go – um, corner early, you know, safety, I think. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I wouldn't be mad if they don't go D tackle. Yeah. I mean, especially after getting one at 13 yeah, last year. Um, I, yeah, I don't, I mean, linebacker and edge rusher, I think is just loaded and there's so many, um, corner is pretty decent. I could see a late round pick at corner just to add a little bit more depth, but I think the biggest weakness is on is at safety, and then maybe a little more depth on the D line, like a bigger guy. Because really, besides Gottschall, and Wilkins, and Willis, a lot of these guys are like smaller, outside, you know, like not a one or three tech, but like a five and out. But you know what they don't have. What? I'm looking at all these guys in their weight, and they're three. Godshaw's three eleven. Willis is three ten. Um, Ledbetter is two eighty. They do not have that. Albert Hainsworth, like four hundred pounds. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like true yeah. nose tackle. Um, so I mean, that you know, like that would like a straight refrigerator, like right. You know what I mean, like, like. 400 pound nose tackle that can just clog up the middle on short run situations and stuff like that. That's, you know, that's something that I could see them going. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's, wouldn't be a bad idea, but I mean, even then though, could shot or got shot. He didn't do bad. No, no, I just think, yeah. And you could just pair them up together and just, you know, blast the center and, you know, have the quarterback roll out and, you know, th- that's the thing I do like, um, you know, and I've heard that repeated a million times. They always want corners that can tackle, and that's why they uh-huh. want Byron Jones. But I just remember a couple times Jamal Wiltz, even though he changed his name. I don't know what he changed his name. Jamal something now. Um, he blasted people. Like, he's a hard-hitting corner. So, um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't even doubt if he got moved to safety and played a little safety or something like that. So, we'll see, you know. Um I'm just trying to see who's like a true nose tackle in the 2020 NFL draft right now. Because I don't yeah, know. I don't really know. Didn't, didn't... I feel like there's not a... Oh, I guess Derek Brown. Yeah, is I mean, tackle, I was going to say that, but I don't think that's going to happen. Javon Kinlaw, but they're D tackles, yeah. you know. Yeah, Raquan Davis from Alabama. But what's he weigh? 311, same as Gajra. I'm talking like they don't... Like, Devon Hamilton from Ohio State, three twenty-seven, and they just tell him, 
Okay, yeah, I've heard this name a couple times. Leaky Foto from Utah, three hundred thirty oh, pounds, six yeah. four. I actually was listening uh, to NFL Network, and they were talking about that today. I think they were comparing him to Vita Vea. Right, that's what I'm talking about. That's what that's something that I would not mind seeing. Somebody, just a you know, true nose tackle. Yeah, come in on like short run situations. You know, and that's what that's what John Jenkins is. So that's why I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back. Because let's see. Uh, yeah, John Jenkins or, is like three fifty almost. Right. He's a big dude. Three fifty nine, exactly. Yeah. That's <laughs> and just you know, it just play twenty snaps a game because he was playing way too many snaps yeah. last year. And he, you know, he's just gas. Big dude. <laughs> he played all sixteen games, started five, had thirty-four tackles. Okay. All right. So, um, just let me know, you know, who you who you think, you know, maybe a first round, first or second round guy in the draft that you wouldn't mind seeing them take it on the defense, any defense side position. of the ball. Um. Well, I think not going to happen. Um. But. Uh, fuck what I'm drawing a blank. Uh, Chris, um, <laughs> Chris Young. Not Chris Young. Why am I drawing a blank at his name? Chase Young. Oh my God. Wow. Oh I'm my sorry, God. I, I can never remember <laughs> what I'm trying think. to say. Uh, Chase Young would be incredible. Uh, don't think that's going to happen. A guy that, um, I could possibly see that I think would fit really nice is Isaiah Simmons because he can play linebacker and he can play safety. And I think that's what we're missing a guy to come into the box that could also play deep um, at safety, but then come into the box and hit guys uh, can cover. Um, I think he'll probably play linebacker in the NFL. Um, So that might not be ideal, no, you're good. You're Sorry good. <laughs> um, but I think like a like a bigger safety, like an Isaiah Simmons, would be the most use for a, a first round pick if we could get a big impact. Right. I, you know, like it really depends again how the board falls. You know what I mean? If for some reason, uh, Chase, like you said, Chase Young, Isaiah Simmons, um. Jeff Okuda, if for some reason, like, you know, like, let's say the Chargers trade up with the Lions and for some reason he falls, even though corner is not a uh, need, but like, how do you yeah, pass, how do you pass up? Like, how do you pass up that? You know what I mean? You, I don't know if you that, can I, pass that up. What would you do, though? And like, then would he, would he, he would play the slot. <laughs> I mean, what if he – do you think he could play yeah, – Or you just I rotate guess. them all and they all have yeah. tread on the tires, you know what I mean? Like, um, And then, like, early second round, 
any of those safeties, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Delpit, Winfield. Um, I love Jeremy Chan because he's he's basically the poor man's yeah. Isaiah Simmons. Um, you know what I mean? I think any of them are transitional players for the for the Dolphins, but still, I mean, you can't pass up some of these safeties. You have to you, you have to get one I or would, two of them. He's a smaller guy. Um, I don't know if he would really. I think he would fit, but not like what we really need. But Antoine Winfield, if you just stick him back there, I think he could just go around and be a ball hawk and make plays like like an Earl Thomas and just go around picking off. Oh, the kid from yeah from Minnesota. Like I oh, mean, yeah. he's, we don't yeah. need a smaller safety to go back there and do that. I mean, I guess you could always use that, so it would be nice to have. But I think that'd be really cool. First yeah. team All American. I mean, Dad was a uh, great safety ha- in the NFL. Something happened where he's like a redshirt sophomore, but he's in his fourth year or something like that. Like, I I don't know. Mm. I'd have to look it up. He started nine games as a true freshman, made 52 tackles, one interception. Two-year starter. Did he transfer schools? Either way, I, I think Antoine Winfield is – probably the number one choice of mine at like if he was there for yeah. some reason at 56 yeah. which I doubt it I've seen him go in the first round many times so I guess it depends on how the running backs fall because if you think you can get one of these top running backs at 56 then you go get Antoine Winfield at 30 I wouldn't be surprised sure. if J.K. Dobbins for whatever reason falls Right. I don't think a lot of people need him yeah. or Clyde Edwards I think a lot of people are like set. either get DeAndre Swift or uh, Jonathan Taylor. And don't sleep on Cam Akers going early, too. I've heard a lot of people say that he's like the one or two running back. Um, and he just got – he was just a product of a bad O-line in, in yeah. Florida State. So I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, if he for some reason shoots up the board yeah. and goes ahead of Dobbins, which yeah, right. is <laughs> all better for us. So. Um, I like this Kenneth Murray yeah. linebacker, too. Again, I don't think that's a position we need. Um, but he's probably the best linebacker. In the, I know that's what's kind of tough though, because we just signed all these linebackers and we have these like younger linebackers that with some of these talents, like an Isaiah Simmons who could play linebacker, like the good players, but it it's either, do you take a need or do you take the best player available with some of these defensive guys? Right. Like Jeff and, Okuda, if he falls to and, five, exactly. don't need a corner at all, but it's, I mean, do you take the chance on passing on, a potential young top corner in the league. I mean, it's not a need, but it's the best player available at five if he's still there. And that's what happens when you put a real team together. Because in two years from now, um, not uh, what are we, 2020, 2021, 2022, Miami should be in a position where they don't have to, they yeah. draft the best player available. And that, in that case, like, hear this one out. Uh, two, two scenarios. Joe Burrow, and then, oh, yeah, I can't believe no one's talking about what if the Bengals don't want Joe Burrow. I guess yeah. I've never heard that one time, but I think they're going to take him, obviously. And then what if um, the Chargers move up to two? and Take Tua. Take Tua. And then what's just probably not going to happen? And then the Lions sit there and take Chase Young. And then the Giants, what do they do? Do they take, um, you know, 
Isaiah Simmons or do they take Okuda? But like, what if we get to five and the Chargers are like, well, I'll give you six and 37 or 71 or something just to swap spots. And you want Herbert. So sure. I'll take an extra pick and you can have Tua. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I've never really heard that, you know, but. I guess, like, it all depends. Do, like, GMs really talk to each other and say, you know, like, oh, I'm going to take Herbert. You can take Tua. Like, let's not I don't know. It, it, sometimes it stuff. seems like that. <laughs> like, the year uh, when Baker went one and then Josh Rosen and Josh Allen and Sam Darnold, it literally seemed like all those guys who were linked to a team went to that team. Like, it seemed like every team got their number one choice at quarterback that year. But, like... Like it was, oh, Sam Donald the best. He probably might be the best coming out of college. But then the Browns take Baker Mayfield because that's who they like better. And then the Jets end up getting Sam Donald, and that's who they like the best. But they didn't think he was going to fall. Like it seemed like that year they all got their their, their quarterback that was number one on their draft boards. Right, because the longest time it was like Sam Donald, Sam Donald, and then like two days before the draft, I heard. Because I remember I wanted the Dolphins to somehow get Baker. And then, like, two days before the draft, I heard the Browns want Baker. And I was like, <laughs> well, that's smart. So then, yeah. And that's what happened. But like you said, the only person that I really did not know, I, I, my, I remember my brother telling me that they wanted Josh Allen, the Bills did. And then I, the only person I did not know where he was going to go was Josh Rosen. And then did the, 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 the Cardinals end up trading up to 10 or were they already I don't remember. Time? But either way, I mean, um, I think they traded up. You know, like like you said, I think they traded up. I don't remember now. But like this is like, like uh, Miami has to be smoke screening if they want to, because no one in the world right yeah. now thinks they're going to take two. I know, like, I, I don't, yeah, do the Bengals want Joe Burrow, and then the Chargers want Tua, and the Dolphins want Herbert? Are they like, okay, that's who we're going to get? Because, like, I don't know, like, with that draft, like I was saying, it was seemed really weird. I remember sitting there, and I was with my friends, and I was like, why does it feel like every team just got their number one quarterback on the draft board after, like, ten picks of the draft? Like, how does that happen? Yeah, the the Cardinals traded with Oakland to jump Miami because Miami was at 11, and they yeah. took Minka. So they jumped Miami to make sure they could get that quarterback. Like, because I remember, like, the Jets didn't think – Sam Donald was going to fall, but that was their number one quarterback the whole time. And then they ended up getting him. And then the Bills, number one quarterback was Josh Allen. They got him. Cardinals, number one quarterback was Josh Rosen. And they got him. Like, it's funny looking back at a draft yeah. two years later, right? This is the draft in 2018. I'm just looking through the names that are just like completely like, like, you don't even hear about half these people. Like I, I do, I was going to say Darren Payne from Alabama who went to the Redskins, but I remember hearing his name, but Marcus Davenport from new Orleans. Like I don't hear that name a whole lot. Colton Miller, a tackle for the Redskins. Oh, don't really I, hear that name a lot. Yeah. I think I know who that is, but you're right. I know. I, like, I know who these people are just from, you know, memory. Like, Taven Bryan from Jacksonville. No. That doesn't sound that familiar. Austin Col- Corbett, Cleveland, took him first pick, second round. Hmm. 
it's weird. I'm curious to see how, you know, like you never really know because you can look in, let's like look in the fifth round of this year. Like just let's see. who was a big name that came out late? You know, you never really know because some of these players. Some don't really... shine for like two or three years. Right. Mark Marquez Valdez Scanling. I mean, he's he's a well known yeah. well known player. And then some people like never hear from them again. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Like you think you spend like all these people that do draft stuff year round. Like they spend a lot of time and effort on people that are gonna play right. like, never, <laughs> ever. But yeah. Like I said, if if they get to the point in the draft where they could go best player available, I'd be happy. Um, I just think there's so many needs. Like, I think they need to go quarterback, tackle, interior lineman, running back, safety, and they have to start in some order. And then they need to loop right back to offensive lineman. You know what I mean? I think that they have to do that. And then they have to figure out a way to get more picks in between 70 and 141 because that is – Insane amount of time. To right. Sit there and and I don't even thumbs. know if you need all 14 picks. Like you obviously like the top five, unless you're trading up, you don't trade down, you keep them. But after that, I think you take some of your later picks and move up a little bit. Like you, I don't think you need all 14 picks, especially with as many signings as there has been. You could get away with 12 or even 10 picks. I was going to say my sweet spot would be 10 to 12 and give up four picks, one to move up for an offense tackle in the first round and, you know, or two picks to move up and get offense tackle in the first round and two picks to get back into between 70 and 141 once or twice, you know, because that is just that there's just so many, um, you know, every time you do a mock draft and you trade in that round, there's always 20 people you can pick. So, you know. I just don't see how they, you know, what happens if they don't get their running back? Then they definitely got to move back up to, you know, between fifty six and a hundred probably, and to get, um, to get their running back. I actually found out about a new running back who is like up and coming. Um, the running back from Appalachian State. Let me see what his name is. Um, <laughs> Darrington Evans. I don't think I've heard of that guy. Yeah, I listen. I guess he's um he ran like a four three eight as his pro day. Uh, but really, you got Swift, Taylor, Dobbins, Hilaire, Joshua Kelly from UCLA, Cam Akers, Zach Moss, who was at the Senior Bowl, and then um. A.J. Dillon, who's like 250 pounds from Boston College. And then um, Antonio Gibson from Memphis. Michael P. Ryan from Florida. And um, I really like D.J. Dallas from Miami. Um, so there's really like 10 running backs that you, yeah. you need to get two of them, probably. One or two of them. Because running back's a really good position to have for even just yeah, special teams. for sure. <laughs> but... Getting off topic a little bit, <laughs> as usual. But you know, I you know, and I I hope that people or players like um, Vince Beagle, Vince Beagle, and Andrew Van Kegel, they really do like progress this year because 
It's a good chance. Yeah. Good opportunity for him. I, I think they could and learn from especially Kyle Van Noy. He's really the veteran on that defense now. There's not a lot of old guys on there. Yeah, he'll be a captain, oh, yeah. I'm sure. But yeah, I mean there's a lot of young talent. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens, especially on the defense side of the ball. Defense I I love defense. I love watching the defense play and just having a good defense is like one of my favorite things. Dude, me too. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even like, I don't mind games that are low scoring. Cause you know, it was a defensive battle. Do you have, uh, did you download your free subscription? No, to I don't game think Pass? I, no, I haven't. Yeah. NFL game pass is free. So you can go back and watch. It's like all 22 like, oh, really? film and stuff. So. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Just go right on NFL.com, but um, yeah, but let's end it there, and then we can, um, you know, I, just to throw it in there, how do you feel about the fact that Preston Williams got her on a punt return? I just, um, I just need to know it your sucks on because I, I <laughs> feel like, and I think that's that might be why you, you need to take some of these other guys though, because you don't want a guy like Preston Williams playing punt return because he's. I mean, he's just he was bound like, he was bound to get hurt. He's so tall and lengthy. Like if you have him running down the field on a punt return, he's just. I don't know. It, that sucks because what he was doing at receiver is was incredible. And at the time, you know, he maybe wasn't. You know, he was on special teams because at the beginning of the year, you know, who knew what he was going to do. So. I don't know. It I, it I really liked Preston Williams and I was really excited for him to blow up like watching him the preseason. Like after the f- first preseason game I was like this guy needs to make the team. I want him on the team so badly. And that's so Yeah, what do you make yeah, like a he, nasty sideline yeah, catch falling out in the catch. preseason and training camp. I was like this guy is definitely going to make the team. He needs to make the team. How great would it be to have him with Devonte Parker, these two big receivers on the outside, and then he gets hurt on the punt return. It honestly, I was really upset, and I was hoping he'd come back. And then when I found out he was done for the year, I was so upset. I was really upset. Yeah, well, he had two touchdowns that day. You know what I mean? Like, and, and that just goes to show, like, why did you resign or give Jaquin Grant along? You know, he's yeah. he's there to return kicks. Every time, every time he touches right. the ball, he might take it to the house. Like, and I, I, I can't remember. Was it Jerry Rice or somebody, somebody like big like that? Jerry Rice, I think, returned kicks for a while. And you know, you want the best player to return punts. Like, I mean, no, if, it's, if it's if it's a playoff game and you're you don't have a lot of time and you need a big return and your best opportunity is putting a guy like that back there. Like, I don't know if for like, for an example, cause Antonio Brown used to return kicks when he was first drafted to the Steelers. So like if the Steelers were a close playoff game and he didn't return kicks, obviously as he got better because they didn't want him to get hurt, but like a close playoff game and you needed a big return and Antonio Brown is your best option. Then you put him out there. Now, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Tyree Tyre Hill. Hill. Like if you, yeah, I was just gonna. That Deshaun was just, Jackson. I mean, Deshaun Jackson did return a lot more, uh, but like. But I know, I know. But the point is, like, I always, I, I always just... was like, never liked having a tall guy returning, just because I feel like the longer they are, guys are just running down the field and low, going for low hits. Like your odds are of getting uh, Preston Williams' odds of getting hurt on a punt return are a lot higher than Jakeem Grant because he's like seven inches taller than Jakeem Grant. <laughs> yeah, and just just like okay, he's gonna get you an extra five yards lengthy, on but... return. Cool. What is the 
what about the 30 yards he's going to get catch you when he goes up and mosses yeah. somebody? Like, no. No, thank yeah, you. Get him I off agree. the damn field. That was the one thing I hated last year. That every time I was winning, yeah. every time he returned. I just I don't know. I didn't I didn't see why you, know? you would have him do that. But I don't know. I mean, who knows what goes on? <laughs> yeah, I think a name to watch for a you know, a punt returner type style, Jeff Thomas from Miami. Yeah. That dude was nasty. I'm trying to find I think JJ Taylor from Arizona State is another name for who returned kicks for the their college team. Um who I think would be another good option, but I can't. Yeah. But all right, right. let's wrap it up there. And then I'll, um, you know, we'll, we'll talk and see what we can come up with for, you know, another, another podcast here. Yeah, for sure. Whenever you're free. And then, um, you know, cool. Go from there. Yeah. Have a good one. All right, man. Thank you. And there you have it. I think we covered a lot of good good points when it comes to the defense. I think it's a really an overlooked strength of the Dolphins coming into this year. And I think it's something that we can really lean on because I think it's important. I think you saw, like I said, when you can't run the ball, when you can't execute your offense properly, it really stalls your offense and makes it so you don't got to score 50 points to win a game. So um, I think it's a really important thing that we need to talk about. And just a little change up from you know all the draft talk. We'll be back soon and, you know, get back in the draft, get back into the quarterbacks. Um, But thanks for joining me. Again, thanks for sticking with me. I know it's a work in progress. Um, Please subscribe, leave a review, reach out to me on Twitter, all in all fins. Uh, I do really appreciate all the support I've received already, and we'll just continue to build this.